home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who did not pay $6,000 for Coach K's last home game this past weekend, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always during a pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Oh, man. I always wonder, man, like, are we? what are we going to talk about? Like, I don't know. Not even this time, but, like, I don't know. Maybe some weeks. It's like, it, like... Did anything happen? I, I'm, I mean, we could talk. We could always talk about the Sixers, <laughs> but like in the last 48 hours since recording this, we've had a lot of news on the thing that just—it's always been there. And like, I don't know, we kind like like it's the mistress that we want to avoid to see. Like, yeah, man. Like, I don't know, we got a new girl. Like, I don't know, like we got to pay attention to our goal right now. Jay Tart, the mm-hmm. Sixers, and Jay. But then when like when like your side John, just like I don't know, does like I don't know, like. Like gives you like uh, like the del- deluxe edition of two K twenty two. You're like, oh, you oh, I forgot about you. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because again, I, we've I've said this, we've had this conversation on the show before. You know, like some weeks, you know, like you're sitting around and you're like, what's going to happen? And I always say to myself, you know, God will provide at some point. <laughs> this was the op- this was the opposite of that. Okay, like this was the God has provided in abundance. This week, because as you said, over the past 48 hours, you know, before we recorded the show, we, we've been uh, blessed with a plethora of news all across the sporting world. Of course, we're going to talk some Sixers, um, Ben Simmons, James Harden, all that good stuff. But the NFL <laughs> has once again proven to be a 24-7, 365 league. Oh, we're not going to talk about the baseball strike where they just uh, canceled two weeks of uh, games? Shout out to baseball for uh, making the bases bigger this year. Very excited about that. I don't know how you're... you're just a decision maker of Major League Baseball. And you see just social media just barred up with just like tweets about Carson Wentz, tweets about Russell Wilson, tweets about free agency in baseball, or tweets about anything, not you. And you're like, man, you know what we should do, guys? We should just cancel the games. Because you know what? That is the best formula for us to to gain like I don't, gain an advantage in what it, what it feels like is it's declining grasp of like, just, I always say it just, it's, it's every day. It just has less of a grasp on like the so nationally relevant sports landscape. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And again, like, you know, you would think that, you know, they would take the time now because, well, this is typically a slow period for the NFL, but not anymore, but you would, you would think you would take the, 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 uh, the time now during a slow period for, you know, for, um, typically the NFL and again like the ramp up a period for basketball and hockey you would think that the MLB would kind of you know do everything within their power to kind of come to the forefront and get a decision so we can have you know opening day ish type baseball sometime in April but of course that's not going to happen so we won't talk a lot about baseball but we will talk a lot about football because again football once again has proven to be the number one sport in America given everything that's happened there's always a local flavor baby yes because, always a local but flavor did- no, but we did not think this local because 
you would think that like if you bought something for a year and gave up a lot for it, like I don't know, like like I'm trying to think of like oh like is this like buying a house or overpaying for a house? Like I don't know, this would have been like I don't know, Chip Kelly going into that development and and, and spending his life's fortune on that Marcus Mariota, like I don't know, like like I don't know, mansion. It's saying mm-hmm. a year later, nah, man. Put that joint on the market. It's not for me. It's not for me. But <laughs> I know there's the Wentz thing. But I do want to talk about the local angle uh, with one of the other quarterbacks who who moved as well this week. So there's a lot to talk about um, in reference to the Eagles and the quarterback shuffle in the NFL. So we have a ton to get to on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? No, let's just give the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us and supporting us wherever and however you do so, whether you listen every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, Philly Cam Radio. You can check us out at phillycam.org, or you can get us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, your computer. Listen at home or take us with you on the go 24-7-365. And while you're doing all that, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. We will be tweeting heavily, and I mean heavily this weekend, about WWE 2K22. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have both, both of us, dusted off the PS5s the I first time in months. months. Yeah, I got the, got the pre-order in, man. Oh, Pre-order's oh, in, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. Dusted let's off the go. PS5s, man. No, man, because we got to no, know, like, at, at some point, we're going to need to, like, I don't know, give our thoughts. Because, yes. Because we are a very diverse, like, we also like to dabble in the video games, even though, I, I, like, it took, like, three hours to, like, download the update to the game and all the system hardware. This is what I need to do. I, I need to schedule, too. I need to schedule, like, I don't know, like, like, app works. Like, I need to schedule, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, these, this maintenance on, like, on my PS5, because if I don't, then when I really want to get it, then I just right. have to, or or more importantly, like a normal person, don't don't go to Best Buy in another state after work, and like I don't know, like when you could have had the thing just downloading when you were at work. But that's it, it, it is what it is. But you good good point. Yeah, good good thing that you mentioned that. I had no idea that controllers required so much updating. Like every time <laughs> I turn this thing on, it's like your controllers needs to be updated. It needs to be plugged in. So now I gotta find the cord, the plug the controller, and then the machine. Then it's gotta update. But then it's like after all this stuff is done, it's like I don't feel like playing anymore. I don't have time. Okay. The Sixers, like I want to sneak in a game before the Sixers yes. game, and now it's like well, I can't I do think it. This weekend is a good time because you had, for the first time in a long time, the Sixers aren't playing at all on like Fridays, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So like I don't know, like you got some time mm-hmm. to like to like I don't know do the important stuff and then mix in some video games. Absolutely right. But the Sixers do play on Thursday, or they did play on Thursday, I should say. And again, we are recording this before the game because we are going to the game on Thursday. So I will say this as if the game has actually happened already. I would like to either A, apologize for the behavior of Sixers fans from the game on Thursday, or B, commend the fans for their behavior at the game on Thursday. Of course, Sixers, Nets, Wells Fargo Center. Um However we slice this, this is going to be a doozy. Obviously, we'll talk about this in the past tense um, for real next week on the show. Um, but 
Sixers Nets again. We've had the circle on the calendar for quite some time. And then by quite some time, I mean the day that Ben Simmons and James Harden were traded for each other on, uh, on the trade deadline day, again, February 10th, a month before, uh, exactly four weeks before um, we've had the schedule on the calendar. There was an outside chance that Ben Simmons was going to play um, during the game. Um, that outside, outside chance became game. became a zero chance um, shortly after that trade deadline, um, despite what Ben Simmons said at the at the press conference that next week. But Ben Simmons did not play, will not play, uh, whatever term you want to use for that, for this game. But <clears throat> says he intends to sit on the bench with his teammates. Obviously, again, we're talking about this game that already happened. Very commendable. But, Very but, commendable action out of that man. Yes. Uh, I was, let me just ask you. Stand up here. <laughs> Let me just ask you when, you, when you when you heard the word that he was going to sit down on the bench with the team, what was your initial, initial reaction to that? We're at the point where we're uh, where someone sitting on the bench for a basketball game with his teammates. Is, it is a noteworthy event, which yes. frankly is only meant for this select few, which means one, which means Ben Simmons. Like, I ha, has any like in the five thousand more than 5,000, in the 5 billion people, sorry, that's an exaggeration, in a lot of people that have been traded in the history of sports, has there ever been a story about, like, the reaction a guy will get if he sits on the bench? Because usually the guy just plays. Usually, usually the guys guy play. Plays. Usually the guy plays, and you get booed or whatever like that, and you deal with it, then you kind of move on with it. Um, of course, Ben Simmons, again, for whatever reason, reconditioning slash the back injury, again, did not, will not play for the Nets um, anytime soon. But he will sit on the bench, planted, plans to sit on, or <laughs> announce that he planned to sit on the bench with the team. With a great um, fit. For the game. With a great fit, with a gold chain. Nice chain. <laughs> nice chain. Nice little Coogee sweater action out of, out of Mr. Simmons. Um, again, hopefully. Again, hopefully, when this game happened, hopefully the Sixers fans treated him with the utmost respect, and, and that's what they do. But if they didn't, I apologize for that. Now, the big story with that is that, according to reports, um, Clutch Sports planned to use the crowd reaction to Ben Simmons on Thursday as part of their, um, I'll say, argument that Philly is a toxic environment and that the Sixers didn't do enough for Ben Simmons. But it wasn't Simmons. about the fans. It wasn't it about the fans. He said According it wasn't about him. the fans. But, but, well, if it's not about the fans, though, it's not about, but it's about the team not creating a safe and positive environment for him. Can you spin it like that? Can we spin that? I just want to spin my head on a turnstile every time. Like, because you think that, like, I don't know, you've heard everything in this nine or eight month just fiasco, because that's yeah. what it's been. Yeah. No, no, the, the Andy is up every time. First, like, I don't know now, like, I don't know, like, everyone thought, oh, man, he's going to, like, I don't know, be ready for that game. No, he'll play it. Like, like how, is he, is he going to play in that game? No, he, he's not even ready to play. And now it's like, I don't know. Now no one knows what he's going to, like, all this I've said just smells. It just smells like Monday's trash. And I just, I don't know what to believe. And I, to be honest, I don't know how much the Nets know. So, I and but I but I but I want to circle back to remember when we said that like I don't know like will this like I don't know we will we will kick Ben Simmons out of our head but he'll we will vic Ben Simmons from our head after this after mm-hmm. this game right is that still true no 
I think I'll, I'll say this. I'll think. No, it's I think, never gonna happen. No, no, it's gonna happen. But I think I think ninety five percent of Sixers fans will still harbor a fair deal of whatever animosity I'll use for uh, for now um, towards Ben Simmons that will not be resolved until Ben Simmons actually physically gets out on the court and plays with the Brooklyn Nets and or Team X, whatever the next team is that, that he's with. Yeah, this doesn't solve anything. I mean, people will – look, people will boo, they will jeer, they will say things that they probably shouldn't say to Ben Simmons or probably did say, I should say, things to Ben Simmons on Thursday. But that's not going to – that don't that don't stop nothing. That doesn't – I think Clutch thinks this might stop something. No. It stops and, very and, little. And please – I can't believe we, we got to have a conversation about bullying for like the eighth trillionth time. As long as it's not personal, yep. as long as you're not like, I don't know, bringing family into the mix or, physical, or, or, right. or, 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 or whatever, say whatever the hell you want. I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, sorry. Some, some expletives are going to be like thing. Like, I don't know. Some F's, some S's. So no, I, I, I mean like, and, and one, Sixers fans, let's not play conspiracy theory and like turn our back on him because you know what? That would, Philly is not meant for corny. That would be massively corny, be corny if you just like no, no, no. We've been talking about this day. It's, <laughs> it's like Christmas, exactly. Like, no, right now it's Christmas Eve, and now we are just getting our our outfit ready for tomorrow. We're getting mm-hmm. our voice boxes ready. We're taking some lozenges, and you know what? Just, just, just say what you feel. And usually it's just gonna be boo. No, and. Sorry, it's not like I know the players are trying to like I don't know like talk about this like it's a regular game. It's not, and like I don't know like if you if you put the players under a lie detector test, they will tell you it's not just a game. Like I know there's been enough. I I mean just from report like quotes from players themselves. Usually you don't get direct quotes from players. Usually it's like an anonymous or it's like a, a it's like a it's like a source story from Ramona Shelbourne saying, no, these guys are putting their names on these, on these quotes about Ben Simmons and just the situation. So you don't think that like, I don't know, number 21 is going to feel a little after this game and never mind you, James Harden for all intents and purposes kind of quit, <laughs> even though guys, he ain't the, he ain't the first person to quit on a team. Like, I'm like, <laughs> no, like this is cr- like it, it feels like people are just saying, is it the Brooklyn thing? Is it the super team thing that like a lot of people are just trying to jam James Harden for something? Because I, I, I mean, didn't Durant kind of like, I don't know, check out at some point during the last season of his Warriors run? Like, I don't know. This has happened before. I don't know why there's such a fervor now with James Harden. Like, is it because he did it twice in like, two years? Yeah. I, that part I'm not really understanding. Yeah, no, it's it's the twice in two years. I've talked to people, I've talked to like people outside of the city about this, and people are saying, you know, James Harden has basically quit twice in two years. You know, he's just a quitter. You know, he's probably going to do it to you. Just we're just kind of waiting for that that final shoe to drop when it comes to that. So that's why James Harden's getting this heat for that. But yeah, we have James Harden like like clear disdain between James Harden and Kyrie Irving and the Nets and KD. We have clear disdain between Ben Simmons. And Joel Embiid and the Sixers and those things. Like we saw, we said this before. We said this literally four weeks ago when this trade happened. This is a legit rivalry with two two sets of people who do not like each other, who do not care for each other at all. We rarely have that in the NBA. This is good for the league. Again, as long as this doesn't get crazy and out of you know, you know, out of control, 
net sixers should be a really decent rivalry, at least for the next year, two years. You know, as long as Harden's here, as long as Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant's in, in Brooklyn, this is good for the league. This is a very yes. good thing. I'm I'm here no, for it. Like, I'm sorry, like animosity breeds competitiveness. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Like, I don't like do we want guys punching each other? Do we want malice in the palace too? No. Right. But we need some because con- that's I think the problem. That's one it's a slight problem with the NBA is there's too much buddy buddy. And there's not like I don't know, like like I you're like I'm trying I'm trying to bust you, man. I'm trying to bust yeah. your butt. Like and, yeah. and like we need that. Like and there and I don't and what's 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 interesting about this is I don't think players are hiding their like usually like I don't know. The NBA is very just like I don't know, let's throw some let's throw let's retweet someone or let's like our like let's quote a tweet and then that starts something. No, like I don't know. You're getting like I don't care about that man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like first off, he's a nobody. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, like now you have some tangible stuff. This isn't like a fan creation or a social media creation, which I think is going to lend itself to some intense basketball, which which helps. And you talked about players kind of speaking on this, you know, before the game. Uh, Kevin Durant said a couple days ago about uh, prior to the game about uh, Ben Simmons, quote, the guy's making $40 million a year. You can take that for a couple of, a couple of hours. I'm sure Ben has that approach. Now, I'm, I'm not sure that Ben has that approach. But, again, this is one of those rare instances where, like, you're getting people, Kevin Durant, Speaking on records and hey man, like they're gonna bring some heat on Thursday. Like, yo, know, like it's gonna be like oh no, you, again, this like, ain't a regular you game. The part where like the usual KG just passive aggressive, oh, they're miserable with their lives, they slander anyone because they don't know ball. Like right. I, I, you don't I, even I, like basketball, you should... but you just show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like okay. same guy who had a burner account. Yeah, no, yeah. but no, but I, I mean for, for Durant to acknowledge that from his teammate, I feel that like I don't know, like whether it's him acting on his own or just ignoring like the team, he's not trying to sugarcoat it. Like, I don't know. And, and I think that's what at some point Ben Simmons is just going to have to get over people sugarcoating things for him. Like, yeah. I don't know. And like this, this is a trial by fire. And like, even if he makes it through that, like, he's going to make it through. It's not going to get assaulted. But yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, like in his mind and in, in the team's mind, this is a hurdle. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's like, Instead of two tablespoons of tossing, you took one. You happy? Yeah. At some point, mm-hmm. man, it's going to have to take the full dose. You got to rip the bandit off. Yeah. yeah. But maybe, like, if he, like, programs, because the biggest part is he's not ready to play basketball. Right. A guy who played didn't play for nine months, and I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, I don't know got yourself prepared to like wreak havoc on anyone who's done you wrong. Cause that's what, it, that's what athletes usually do is they're petty. But I, I mean, like get drum up the petty. So I don't know. Like, I don't like, I still don't know when this ends for Sixers fans. Like, like we said, does it end when he leaves the nets? Does he leave the Eastern conference? Like, I don't know. I, well, Okay. When you say ends, as in completely ends, like no, 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 completely no, completely no. Ends? Like, no, no, no. That, okay. To be honest, I don't think I don't think it will ever. Like, Correct. I, 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 until it, 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 it will never happen. But if he ever says, "Yo, man, I could have done better in Philly," like yeah. I don't know, <laughs> that's all you could have done. That's all. Like I don't know. There are two things this guy could have done to just ease to basically eliminate all this. 
is like I don't know. Before he got kicked out of practice for for being a butthead, he could have just <laughs> said, "Man, like I don't know, like I'm just not feeling it here." Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, like say, "Man, like I don't know, like I I, I wish things were different. I wish I could have done things better." But you know what? I'm just better off somewhere else. It, if he said that, me personally, I would be off his case. Because, like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. guys make trade requests all the time. But I, I don't like using the man, like, man up thing. But, like, guys, just be a professional. Jesus. Like, no, and, and I think, like, I don't know, like, I think this is, like, a consistent thing. I don't know how we end, Philadelphia ended up with two of these athletes. It's just, man, own, you, own your stuff, man. Just, like, I don't know, just say, man, I just – for the life of me, can't figure out how to, like, I don't know, like, fix my free throws, even though Herb McGee told me and Chris Johnson, I just can't do it. <laughs> like, like, and you know what, maybe, but I guess he has too much pride to be vulnerable like that. I don't know, but I, I mean, like, there could have been ways to just avoid all this, but we're here, let's just deal with this, and just because Lord knows what happens in this game, no one knows. So, like, like, and of course, Friday morning, when fans have stopped booing, because I think people will, like, yeah. I don't know if people will boo the entire game, because there will actually be a game played, you know? Right, right. Like, a big, unimportant game. But Friday, going to be all the talking heads. Yeah, frankly, I don't think Philly fans should even worry about, because they don't know anything. Like, is, oh, Philly's such a bad place, Santa, batteries, Michael Irving. Oh, no, it, it's literally, like, written on their full, on their hand. Like, oh, what do we need to bring up? Uh, J.D. Drew. Um, who else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you said, yeah, you said Irvin. You said Santa Claus. I'm trying to think what else. Um, I mean, that's oh, no. pretty much. Oh, no. Bowie, Donovan, McNabb at the draft. Oh, yeah, uh, Donovan. Yeah, the dirty third. No, right. like, I mean, but stop caring about these people. <laughs> uh, to get to kind of get back to your point, I think when you said this is going to be over, like the, the – I think the lion's share of this will be over either A – if and if and when the Sixers and the Nets play each other in the in the postseason this year, if that happens, no. Um, what if what if the Sixers make the finals? Will they just get over this? Well, no. Let me. Well, I'll, I'll explain. If it, if it, if they play the because no, the if they don't play the Nets, the answer is no. Um, and whether they play the Nets and they play the Nets this season, and again, the Sixers, Sixers fans are gonna have to get it out basically. So either it happens in the playoffs at the Wells Fargo Center, or it happens next year sometimes at the Wells Fargo Center. But there has to be a physical release of all this emotion to a playing Ben Simmons. That's when the mo- that's when most of this stuff is going to get is going to come out. So whether it happens this year or next season, I don't know. But once that happens, I think most people will kind of get this stuff out of their system and move on with their layered lives. Now, again, after that, there's still going to be some kind of straggler still doing their thing. And that's fine. I mean, like you said, it's never going to end until he stops playing basketball, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but no, but yeah, we'll talk a lot more about this again next week. Again, we'll be in the building um, listening and seeing everything that kind of goes down um, for this Ben Simmons thing. Um, of course, like, you know, Chris mentioned it, like, you know, we're in the midst of a kind of a pretty heated playoff run or, or playoff, a push to the playoffs for the Sixers. Again, there are, I think they're four games out of, out of the first spot um, in the Eastern Conference playing pretty well, 40 and 24. Joel Embiid playing at an MVP caliber level, Sixers undefeated with James Harden in the lineup as we record this. Um, Nikola Jokic is playing at MVP level, kind of, kind of going back and forth with Joel Embiid in the box scores every single day. Um, listen, I'm not, I am really not that married to this whole MVP race. I know a lot of people are. I don't say I can care can we less. Just, like, but... I don't know. Can we, like, the problem with that, this entire thing, like, just 
just just being a pro and being a pro yoke is you can't appreciate both. Right. Like I don't know, Nikola Jokic is like I don't know one of the most unique players in NBA history. Like yeah. I, I mean, the guy is seven foot and averaging a triple double, almost averaging a triple double. Joel Embiid is one of the most skilled and athletic big men. Can't we just appreciate these dudes and just like I don't know, like stop, like I don't know, trying to poke holes and like I don't know, because I, because I just I like watching players and and obviously my team, but like seeing players thrive is good for the league and we mm-hmm. want a good league. Well, I do. <laughs> so let's like I don't know, let's let's get a hell of a sell, Jokic for Embiid, like I don't know, uh, MVP, and congrats to who wins. I like. Would I like Embiid to win? Sure, a lot. I would. I like because I, I think he. Because I think, all things considered, with the hand he's been down, I think he's the MVP. But if for some reason the voters say, "Yo, look at Jokic's like I don't know, like stats and like I don't know, like he hasn't had that much help either." I, I, I mean, Jamal no. Murray's been out all year. Porter Junior's been out all year, and they're still in it. So, I don't know. Like I like th- these are just these social media debates that I just like. I don't know that. I, not even if I was younger, because I like I just can't like stand like I don't know like standing like I don't know one player. I don't. I'm not Joel Embiid stand. I'm a Joel Embiid fan. Stands are the people. Ooh, that ooh just, I like, like that. I, I like that. Ooh, I think I just came up with something. <laughs> there no, you go. Like, I mean, like stands don't look at logic. They don't look at like because we'll talk about stands later. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. Like the Carson Wentz stands, the Ben Simmons stands. They they weren't looking. They weren't looking at like a law and order episode and i love law and order. like i don't know you have the evidence in front of you you like everything is in front of you but you ignore it those are stands like i don't know like i like i want i want to be i want to see fans of both Jokic and mb and just like i don't know it's not like you have like a, a, it's like you're winning like it, it's not like you're taking home the mvp like i don't right. know like i just i don't understand these like because i I frankly ignore them. Like I, I, I don't know like why there's such a debate. Like I don't think those guys have a problem with each other. Like I like see I, I don't know what this is born out of. This is just born out of just people being stupid. No, well see here, I think it's born out of you have two sets, two camps here. And you have the analytics camp saying, Oh, okay, Nicole Nikola Jokic is, you know, his advanced stats are just ridiculous. And like he's better than basically everybody who's ever played basketball ever <laughs> like when it comes to his PR and his war or his warp or whatever that all that stuff is. And then you have other folks like us. Well, I don't say like us, but you have the other folks who are like, all right, advanced stats are cute or whatever. Like, but I see like the seven foot dude who don't really play that, that much defense. And I see Joel Embiid shooting threes and shooting fadeaways. And to me, he's a better basketball player. So you have the advanced stat people versus the people who are like, I know what I see. And I see a dude doing some crazy stuff at seven feet tall. Granted, so is Nikola Jokic. She's doing crazy stuff at seven feet tall, too. Like you said, he's averaging 26, 14, and eight, which is yes! stupid, <laughs> which is just dumb. And again, the Nuggets are, again, 39 and 26 as we're recording this. There are a couple of games out of, you know, out of the, the out of the top spots in the in the Western Conference. And again, he's probably had less help all season than Joel Embiid's had with the Sixers. So, yeah. I mean, like you can make a legit case for both of them. Last year, I think the case was worse for Joel Embiid. But again, like you said, you had the stands last year coming up and say Joel Embiid got robbed for the MVP. No, he didn't. Like last year, Jokic won the award and he won it outright fair and square. And that was his been, award. He'd have a bigger case of 
being jobbed. I don't know, see Rob. Rob is yeah. a dumb word. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, he got posed a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, but I, like, I, I'm not going to say Jokic isn't like a, a deserving MVP winner. Like, sure. Give me, if I had the choice, it's either those two for MVP. It's, well, it's those like, two. I don't know. It's those yeah. Two. And I feel that are there enough people to, I don't know, just just out of not spite, saying we can't have Nicole Jokic as a, as a back-to-back MVP because that would look kind of weird. Like I don't know where, like I don't know, like because like I, I voter fatigue is a part of this. Where like I don't know, like do we want the new flavor of the week? Do we right. want to reward someone else? Like and I mean that's in voting for every sport, so I don't think it's like is it right or wrong? It's just the fact. Like I don't know where, like I don't know. Same guy who voted for Jokic last year might say, "Man, I'm, man, I don't want that bull winning." Like I don't know, give it to Embiid. So, yeah. but but that's proof that like the voting's flawed anyway. So like I don't know, like I think like I don't know, both guys will have a case for winning it and being upset if they don't. Yeah, agree. And, Sorry and, and, for being diplomatic, but I mean, like this feels like I don't know. It's not like I love John Morant, but it's not like saying John Morant's gonna win because I'd be like, right. are you crazy? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, like, again, both guys have a case to win it. And like you said, both guys should be upset if they don't win it. I, you know, if I had to vote, if I personally had to vote, I'd probably vote for Jokic. I think Embiid's going to win it. Um, yeah. But again, and, no, but, but <laughs> I think, I think if you pie chart it out, I think it's going to be more voter fatigue. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably voter fatigue. Because again, Jokic is having a better season this year than he had last year. And so, I think, and, and, and I think people will give Embiid more of a bone not playing with Simmons then Jokic will got not with Jamal Murray, even though Jamal Murray might be more important to like Jokic's game than than Simmons was to Embiid. Yeah. So yeah. So we have another month left. Again, like I thought, you know, the James Harden thing might have a little bit more of an impact on the Joel Embiid thing. I don't think it will now because Joel Embiid, by and large, is still getting his. But again, we'll see what happens. And I think and, and kudos to Harden because I, I mean I'll I'll call it honeymoon Harden. Like I don't know, he's pandering, he's doing the right stuff, and like I don't know, I feel that like he's aware that he needs to be on his best behavior. Like, I don't know. Like, no, which is good. Like, I don't know. You, you were, this is a normal human response. You're getting dragged. Let's adjust your behavior. So you don't get dragged. Exactly. Exactly. A very normal, normal human response. Again, you're getting dragged, adjust your behavior. <laughs> unlike one Calvin Ridley, who this week we learned was suspended for the 2022 NFL season for gambling, not just gambling. Calvin Ridley used a cell phone to place multiple parlays totaling $1,500 in those parlays, including betting, included betting on his own team, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Ridley oh, was but he bet, oh, oh, but Roy, it's okay. He bet for his team to win. Ah, that, that, ah there you go. Now, now Ridley uh, uh, was away from football, football for most of the season due to personal reasons. So he was not on the field, you know, preparing for the games, said games that he bet on. However, the very first thing they tell you in NFL orientation is you cannot bet on NFL football if you're an NFL player. Oh, but Roy, oh, but Roy, 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 they, the, uh, the NFL sponsors betting. So, like, so, so the players, oh my God, like the rationalization of this is like, and can we just like have things uh, like live in their own box? Like, do we, like, is it really bleeped up that, like, I don't know, the people, like, I don't know, offenders, domestic violence offenders don't get suspended for life, which if I was the czar of the war, if I was the NFL czar, that would happen to me. And I don't care who would get screwed up. Yes, it's really screwed up. But this is 
this is an integrity of the game. Like, if you have guys, like, if you have the the thought of guys, like, throwing games or shaving points, you know what you have? You have the XFL starring Vince McMahon. Like, I don't know. You have He Hate Me. Like, I don't know. this. Mm-hmm. And do we want, no. This is why, like, I don't know these. And no one's saying Cal, Cal really sh- can't bet. You just can't bet on football, pal. Like, yeah, you can football. bet. You can do all your eight-man, 18 parlays. It, it, for the tournament, go well. You, you probably should because you're gonna you're gonna need to make up eleven million dollars. <laughs> but no, but like I don't like you can do a lot of things as an NFL player. You know what you can't do? Don't bet. Yeah, don't bet on football, dude. Stop betting <laughs> on football. Like it's cool. Like it's fine. And if you want to bet on football, I'm not saying you should. But if you really want to bet on football, a little, at least be a little bit more discreet about it. And, you yeah. Know, no. Have your like, see, this is it. see, this is where I think. I think, like, I don't know, I'm not, like, I don't know, like, trying to connect to it, too. This is where I think, like, I don't, like, I just hope this dude's okay. Because, like, yeah. I don't know, like, this just doesn't seem like a dude that's, like, thinking straight. Where, like, I don't know, like, where, like, I don't know, like, I think someone said, like, this seems like right in the thing of, like, having, like, some, like, I don't know, just struggling, like, mentally, where you're doing stuff that, like, once again, where is someone to help this man? And take this man's phone away, please. Yeah. yeah can, we, can we just not let him, like, open up an app, tweet? No, like, I don't know. Give him Facebook because no one's on that anymore. And, and just, like, post there. It's just, man, no. Like, I, I, I mean, like, and I, 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 and the fact he wasn't really wondering why he was punished for that. Like, bro, like, I, I mean, like, you can't, you, you can't. Like, I don't know. You just can't. And I hope that I think this will be a lesson to all players. Like, are there players doing this? Of course. I, sure. I, I mean, like, I don't know. They're, but you're probably a little more discreet. <laughs> they they and, are a little bit more discreet. Yes, they are. So, no. But, I, I mean, you need this to happen. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess a year is fine. I'd be – I'm sorry. I would make an example out of the dude. Like, I don't know. Say, yo, like, like you need to – you need to provide your like your data services and say you haven't been because like no because now how many people are going to forget this i don't i think it's gonna be a long time because uh, when, when yeah. you're the first nfl player to get popped for this you're like i don't know like unfortunately you're like a trendsetter and like you'll be the first so and and it, and it stinks too because he's a hell of a player so i hope he just gets like it's so he gets right man yeah, yeah, we were talking about, uh, we kind of led into this, you know, changing your behavior, you know, in certain circumstances. Yeah, Calvin really tried to tweet through this when this all came <laughs> out, basically saying, you know, it was only $1,500, no big deal, you know, it's whatever. But then he said he's going to, you know, he has one year to get healthy. Um, tweeting through it is not uh, the best case scenario for this. Like Chris said, I hope he kind of gets the help that he, that he needs to kind of get past this. But you're right, like, he's always going to be the guy you're going to remember about this. Because, again, like, you think about, you know, like, Alex Karras and the guys from before, who got popped for, uh, for for betting? Like he's always going to be the guy now who got who, who got popped betting on his phone. But I do want to push back on one thing because again, I know you want to kind of keep things in separate boxes. You got if you're going to suspend this dude for at least a year for this, then again, you need to come down with harder harder penalties on domestic violence and stuff like yeah. that. because it just makes you look bad. It just no, makes no. you look terrible. Uh, no, no, that's why they need to start. Like I don't know. I'm sorry, like overcharging these dudes. Like, like no one is going like, and, and people are gonna say, "Oh, players' rights." No, like, no. I don't know. Like, the NFL is a, it's a. Sorry, like I don't know, not to get old on people, but it's like, it's a right in a 
privilege to play in the NFL. Ain't not a lot of people get to do it. And if there's like a certain code of conduct that says, yo, you can't like, I don't know, like even like, I don't know, like be affiliated with a domestic violence allegation, then you're popped for a year, like without the courts. And no, I'm fine with that. Like, I don't look, but of course, like, I don't know. It's just like, we got to like give the players the benefit. Of that. I was like, no, we no, don't. No, we don't. No, <laughs> no, no we, we don't. don't. No, no, we don't. Like, no. And, and this is on the NFL PA to say, yo, like, I don't know. We want to send the message that, yo, domestic violence isn't going to be tolerated. Like, I don't know. And like, I don't know. People say, oh, but like, I don't know. The woman, like, I lied. It's like, no, please. Like, I don't know. Like, no. <clears throat> Once again, let's go for like the majority. And if like, if for unforeseen instance where someone got popped for, it's like, we got to deal with that. But like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. There have been too many cases where like, these guys just don't, like, I don't know, don't learn. And, like, I don't know, like, the Kareem Hunts, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, he got six games, and, like, I saw, I'm sorry, I saw that tape. That was not six games worth. That was, like, that was, like, 80 games worth. That's the thing. is like, we saw a tape of Kareem Hunt do what Kareem Hunt did. And, again, like you said, he got six games for that. Again, we, and we, and we, you know, found out that Calvin Ridley uh, was uh, found guilty of betting on the NFL. And he got, you know, well, basically an indefinite suspension, but for at least a year. That's wrong. I mean, again, yeah. it's there is no if so if the NFL said, you know what, Cream Hunt's suspended, suspended indefinitely, we can revisit this in a year. I think everybody would say, you know what, that's fine. Like, I don't say that's fine, but you know, like that's a that's a, a reasonable thing. And then if you want to revisit it, that's fine. Just have the same penalty for for this. That's yeah. all. No, but like, I think like I don't know more so the NFL. The NFL PA needs to like agree to this yeah. because like I don't know like I'm pretty sure the NFL would want to kick every dude out for like. But it's the players association where they're trying to protect their players. Don't protect these players. Seriously. No, no. no. And again, like you, like you don't want to be the, you don't want to be the, I don't want to say the bad guy, but you don't want to be the guy saying, well, you know what? They're kind of coming, coming on too hard on us for domestic violence. I mean, you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be that. You don't want to be the players association protecting your players because they might get hit for a couple extra games because of domestic violence. I mean, like we should all kind of be on the same side when it comes. Yeah, no, like, (laughs) There, there are certain things that you, I'm sorry, that, like, I don't know, overreaction is probably, like, is it the worst thing, let's just say. Like, and domestic violence is one of those things. It, it, we're not talking about drunk driving, like, I don't know, because that's bad. But, like, sure. this is, this is like, a, a black guy for the NFL. And, like, I don't know, like, they need to, I don't know, like, put in some, some crazy rule that if you do this, you're popped for a long time. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, maybe it prevents something, maybe it doesn't. But it sends the message to say, yo, this is different than sports betting. Even though that's important, because I feel like, I don't know, you can't you can't right. have players betting on games. This right. is, no, like, this is not, that's not okay. But domestic violence is, like, beyond that okay. And at this point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they kicked dudes out for this. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Like, again, like, I, like, I think. Again, just treat. I would, I would, I would really, really treat them both. Not, not to say that they're the same, but I would say a definite suspension in both cases. And if you want to revisit this and apply for reinstatement within a year, we can have a discussion. I think that's fair. I think that's fair for both of these cases. Yeah. But you're right. Like domestic violence, obviously, is, they're not equal. Domestic violence is terrible, and betting on games for the you know integrity of the league is terrible. So again, like these are major, major cases. Let's not just kind of blow past it like this is nothing. Because again, this is kind of serious. In no, cases. no. There's like I hate when like the NFL says we gotta let the legal situation play out. No, you don't. Like I don't know. Like like there are a lot of companies that if 
one of their like I don't know employees gets like arrested or like I don't know does something in their name, they get fired like immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like there's nothing stopping the NFL and the NFL PA. Like I don't know, like because of course people wanted to say oh Roger Goodell. No, this is this is a players association thing too. Yeah. They could easily say yo like I don't know like no we're coming we're cracking down on this. But in the spirit of of union unionization. Like, I don't know, in Unity, or I forget what the ace is, that is. But, like, I don't know. They, they feel they have to protect it, which it's a history of Unity. Yeah, no, it is what it is. Um, let's move on to some quarterback news because we had quite a bit this week in the NFL. Let's start off uh, chronologically. Aaron Rodgers is returning to Green Bay. The man is no longer being silenced, ladies and gentlemen. The man is, is, is not being silenced. He's loud and has the loudest contract in the history of the NFL. According to initial reports, um, they were saying that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get a four-year deal um, in the $200 million range. I think it was like 135 or something million guaranteed. Some stupid amount of money guaranteed. Uh, Aaron Rodgers disputed the specifics, but he did say that he would be returning to Green Bay. So all that last dance stuff that he did, all those stupid little IG posts that he did where he was like missing in between Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams, all that stupid stuff was for nothing. The man is back. He's going to be spreading his his conspiracy theories for another four more years with Pat McAfee. Dude, I, I, I mean, at some point, this dude needs to win a Super Bowl, right? At some point, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like I don't know, like the, there, are, at some, he has to have the most pressure of any player in the NFL. Like I don't know, like to win. Like remember how people said, "Oh man, like if 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 the if the Rams don't win what they did with Stafford and Vaughn, it's like dude, this is like eight hundred times bigger." Like, I, I mean, this guy, like, I don't know, is just an attention-seeking God. person. <laughs> like, and just being just an absolute annoyance. I can't remember another guy who I did more of, like, a, like, like a 360 on than this dude. But 180. Dude is just 180. Annoying. No, and, and like, <laughs> I, I mean, is the, is the conspiracy thing stuff, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's more the attention-seeking. It's like, oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm. Oh man, I'm being silenced, but I'm on a show that has like two million viewers a, a day. Um, right. Oh, uh, ESPN interviewed me and gave me like a five thousand word interview. Yeah, you know. No wonder why your entire family hates you. No, <laughs> I, 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 no, and, and like, I, I re- like it's 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 hard to like root for this dude again. Like I don't know, like and and it seems like he's hell bent on like trying to be the smartest guy in the room. And like I don't know, like he's still a great player, but that don't mean it, like. Usually, I would root for great players to win championships. Like, I'm always rooting for Brady to win more because, like, it's cool to see a dude win that many titles. But for Aaron Rodgers, it's like, no, I'd, I'd rather have any other quarterback other than Deshaun Watson with, yeah. with a Super Bowl. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You, you, but you would think that, again, Aaron Rodgers, being as good as he is, would have won more than one Super Bowl. And you're right. Like, he might be the most He's under the gun kind of guy. Well, yeah. Like, he, he might be the most under the gun guy, even though he has one. Um, you know, like he might be the guy under the most pressure uh, to get one. I was gonna say maybe Mahomes, but I, I don't know. I mean, he's younger, so maybe not. But yeah, no, like people, like he kind of needs him to win another one. Um, because again, like this, all the stuff that's happened with Aaron Rodgers over the last year is gonna hang over him quite a bit um, until he wins another one. Um, if he wins another one, um, but we'll see what happens. It might get it might get a little easier for Aaron Rodgers to do so because one of his competitors, competitors, our compatriots, like I should say is now out of the conference. Welcome to Denver, Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson traded to the Broncos for two first rounders, two second rounders, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris, um, all going to Seattle uh, for Russell Wilson. Now, we're not talking a lot about this, enough about this, but multiple teams made a play for Russell Wilson, including the Washington Commanders and the Philadelphia Football Eagles. According to reports, Russell Wilson declined to make uh, to decline to waive his no trade clause to go to either one of those teams instead of going to wanting to go to Denver. I assume that's because he thinks Denver's better, which again, I don't blame him. However, we just heard Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni two weeks ago, week ago, at the combine saying, Hey man, Jalen Hurts is our dude. He's our guy. We like Jalen Hurts. They clearly made a play for this dude. Are they not convinced about this Jalen Hurts thing? No, they they're for not. For okay, all right. Because they're like us. And we we watch, like, that's the thing. We watch the same games that, like, and they watch them a hell of a lot closely than we do. And they see the missed throws. They see leaving meat on the bone. They probably have different trades for it, but they see. But they're also not doing what Jim Irsay did and realizing we, <laughs> we, we want to we wanna keep this dude a valued commodity. So we hype in this dude's leadership up. His mm-hmm. teammates don't hate him. He doesn't shoot ducks. No, like, I, I mean, like, anything that relates to a quarterback, I'm never believing the Eagles. Like, until, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just convinced at some point they're going to make a trade. Like, I don't know for a quarterback because there's too, there's been too much smoke in this. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, no, I, I've been asking myself this and like, I don't know. Like, I, I need to like, I don't know. This is like my do- or Dr. Melfi situation is, would you be able to stomach a trade for Deshaun Watson? Me, no. No, I don't want Deshaun Watson in any circumstances. No, like, no, but like, is with the, would it be is that like a permanent feeling would for me? You like, yeah. For me, okay. Yeah. So, you wouldn't like now put yourself in the place of just Joe fan, just mm-hmm. a, a non like a like just a, a dude, no color, no affiliation, just an Eagle sweatshirt. Will they be okay with the show? Uh, for a reasonable price, yeah, I think so. I think because you could I think, I think because I. Because I'm with you, I like, and usually I'm just, I could forgive a lot of things. This is just is, this is just kicked itself out of the park. I, I, I like, I, I like it. To be honest, I, I'm fright, like, I'm slightly afraid of like, just the feeling that I'll have like when the it, it, because it's it's not an impossibility, right? Like I don't know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. There's the Eagles have the ammo, like I don't know, and like I don't, like I. I prayed like it's because man, there's Carson Wentz and like there are dudes like Carson Wentz that just annoy you and just like don't have but and there's dudes like this I like and I'm sorry, 22 allegations, man. That's just hard to stomach, even for like like I don't know your favorite team. Like I like this is mm-hmm. like even I could like figure out a way to cheer for Ben Simmons if he ever if he stayed with the team, right. maybe. I don't think I could cheer for this dude. I can't. Yeah, at, at the very least, and we talked about this before when this all came out, at the very least, Deshaun Watson is guilty of having extraordinarily horrible judgment. Like, at the very least. Like, like nothing, if, if if all of this stuff is not, is, is proven to be not true, and he's not, you know, found guilty of anything, in any courts of law, civil or criminal, 
the very least, this man's guilty of horrible, just horrible, just putting himself in terrible situations. I can't root for that guy. I can't. Like, I can't root for that guy. And again, like, if this is any a sliver of this is true, is true, then that's even more so. But you're right. Some team is going to make that move for Deshaun Watson within the next couple months. And it could very well be the Eagles because they have as much capital as anybody to make a move. They have, again, three first-round picks. Um, they seem willing to at least use a few of them to try to get Russell Wilson. So, you know, what's to say they're not going to use it, you know, be willing to use the same amount of picks. Yeah, no, more. but I think this is the ultimate case of do you value winning over everything? Right, and yeah. What matters I, most? And, like, I don't know, like, with this, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, that's all I can say is, like, I don't, like, I would feel beyond conflicted. Like, I don't know. Would I stop watching the Eagles? Absolutely not. But, like, I don't know. I would need to do some soul-charging for a while to be like, I don't know what I'd do if he throws a touchdown. Yeah, I couldn't root. I could, I could not root, actively root for the Eagles. Like you said, I'd watch the games. I couldn't actively root for the Eagles. I wouldn't go to a game. Um, but you're right. No, like it's, no, yeah. no, but would your mind be change at all if he was adjudicated? No, not the, like like, okay. like I'm saying, like he's like like at the very least, he just puts he put himself in horrible situations over and over times. and over. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like I can't like I can't root for a guy who just has yeah. who's that poor of a decision maker. Just put himself at the very and, least again. Nothing and, else is. Like, is, I don't is know. And, and we put a we put an emphasis on being the CEO of like right. a franchise. And Jalen Hurts right. does that great. Like I don't yep. know, like just like. Can you imagine this guy being the face of your franchise? No, 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 no. Can you imagine putting him on billboards? <laughs> yeah. Like, on I-95? Yeah, this is the guy who's on the billboards. This is the guy who's uh who's welcoming the, you know, like the Make-A-Wish kids into the locker room and giving them signed footballs. This is the guy who's going to schools. Like, no, 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 no. no we're not doing that. We're not doing that with no. Deshaun Watson. We're not. No, sorry. I, no, like, I really hope and pray that it's not the Eagles. But it's interesting It'll be to sell somebody. to see. It's interesting to sell to see who, because really, this is an all about winning. We don't care about the backlash. We like no. This is a team saying they'll get over it, mm-hmm. basically. And yeah. coming from someone that gets over a lot of things, I don't think I could get over this. Uh, one team that it will not be is the Washington Commanders because they have found themselves a new gunslinger, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the NFC East, Carson J. Wentz, coming to Washington for a pair of third-round picks, one of which could become a second-round pick based on playing time for whatever reason. This sounds familiar. (laughs) Exactly. For whatever reason, and I don't know why, Washington will assume the entirety of Carson Wentz's $28 million salary for the 2022 season. For the life of me, I can't figure this out. Because to me, Washington is probably just looking for a stopgap dude because I would imagine they'd take a draft, take a quarterback with that first-round pick. And if you want a stopgap guy, there's plenty of other guys out there, probably plenty of better guys out there that you can get for cheaper and you can get for not, you know, two, you know, day two draft picks unless they think they can fix this dude. That's the only thing I can imagine However, the man's was just with his man's, who was the OC in 2017, and that dude cut his losses after a year. So if he can't fix this dude, what makes you think that you can fix this dude? That's all I'm saying. Oh, no, this is – but this is what desperate teams do is they – no, like, I don't know. I guarantee you, 
whoever the GM is, I don't even know if they have a GM because considering the fact they made this trade, I'm not sure. I'm not sure they have one. Like Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, like I don't know because he's a gambler. Just saw the stats. They saw 27 and 7. Probably didn't look at any film because like, if you watched <laughs> any games of this guy, you would be like, no. The fact they gave up two picks and didn't ask the Colts to pay any of his salary. Any like, of no, like if, if that's me, if I'm the as I saw the commanders started their bidding with a fourth and a sixth. <laughs> and somehow they got to a third and a conditional second. That is the worst negotiations I've ever heard. <clears throat> when you saw Jim Ursay on that tarmac just air this bull out, that's when you knew the Colts really had zero leverage when it came to Carson Wentz. Because that means you can't go back to the facility after the owner airs you out. Oh, like no, that. but he did. He tried to get a meeting. He was trying yeah. to, like, I don't know, like, he like he tried to do that thing on, like, teams. But, like, I don't know. He's like, no, like, I don't know. Like, like I don't know. Uh, powwow. Like, I don't know. Location. I don't even know. Like, the like the Colts lunch office. And, like, Ursay just kept saying decline. Decline. No, but but I'm saying if you're, if you're watching, if you're the commanders and you see that video, you're like, oh, they got to compete with this dude. Like, they don't have any more leverage. But remember, this is the, this is arguably the worst franchise in sports. That's like, correct. I don't know. Like, I don't, and this is a team that's desperate for relevancy. And, like, I don't know, like, they're, like, the, the, honestly, the Redskins have not had a plan in 20 years. Commanders. Maybe commanders. longer. Oh, sorry. Commanders. I don't know. Like, have not had a plan in 20 years, whether they were the Skins, the WFT, or any other name. So, like, I, I'm surprised I didn't know. And, and I think Schefter might have predicted this somewhere. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, this is the only team that probably could have done this. And get like it's just a salary thing now. Cause now the Colts just are sitting on a horde of money. And like I don't like they've been having QB. Like, but see, like this is where like could you imagine being a Colts fan and you've gone through like five quarterbacks in the last five years? That's gotta be frustrating. Like, this is that's the downside of like trying to play this quarterback lottery. Like, I don't know. We like I joke and say, oh, like, I don't know, draft a quarterback. Like, every, like, dude, like, this is what you could be not having a quarter, having a different quarterback five short years. Like, and this, they've had good teams. But when you have instability at the QB spot, I mean, you basically have tapped out your potential. Well, the Colts thought, I mean, the Colts hit and they thought they were fine. And then Andrew Luck kept getting hit. And then he's like, you know, I'm tired of this. Like, I'm done with this. Like, they hit the, like, they, they had to pick the number one pick and they got their guy and they thought he was going to be their guy for 15 years. And he's like, you know what? Nah, fam. Like, I'm good on this. So, like now, but now, do the Colts try to get a dude who likes, who pretends to like Kodak Black and that Super Gremlin song, and like, I don't know, like, try to get a dude who actually has leadership? Because I feel that's, I feel that's the guy. The next, that's the guy. That, the next domino to drop is Jimmy G. How do they get Jimmy G? I mean, they don't have like. I mean, I don't know what it takes at this point, but they don't really. Oh have... no! Oh no! I. Oh my God! You're trying to hear. Do they have any like? Wait, they don't have any. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have a first round pick. I mean, like I assume they have a second. I mean, the second will probably do it, I guess. But but then, do you want to? Do you want to be the team to have no no picks? picks? Right? Yeah, I, probably not. <laughs> so, so obviously, or I, I don't even know. Obviously, is Jimmy Garoppolo an upgrade over Carson Wentz? Well, I mean, well, is that well? To be to be honest, the answer is probably slightly at best. But again, you have nothing. 
So, so I mean, you need something. You need a body. And I think that, like, I don't know, people like to forget that Jimmy G had a really solid, like, supporting cast around him. You had right. Debo. You had Kittle. I don't even know who the tight end is for the Colts. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, uh, I forget, no, Mo, Mo, Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, um, like, and you have you, your wide receivers are thirty nine year old T Y Hilton, yeah, Michael Pittman, and yeah. Zach Pascal. Yeah, so you go from Ayuk, Diva, like no, and, and like I don't like if you factor like because I don't know if Jimmy G's like I don't know can is a not even water to wine like no, I don't know no, no. can he like he he ain't elevating Michael Pittman. No, 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 no. Jimmy G's gonna have to have to lean heavy. On Jonathan Taylor, and again, just not make enough, not make mistakes. But so basically, need... they're saying just don't th- don't make the mistakes Carson did. Right, but if, yeah, but if you but if you need Jimmy G to get you twenty seven and seven, he's not that dude either. So like, he's more like a nineteen and nine guy. No, but, but he all also won't throw left hand interceptions. Right, right. Like he won't throw left hand interceptions. And, and and the teammates won't run in the opposite direction when he's walking in the in the locker room. Yeah, yeah, he won't. He won't throw like underhanded pick sixes when you're like like a yard deep in the end zone. Like, he won't do that to you. So if they can get it, like not do that, you can probably get you ten and seven. I mean, ten and seven, but like having that cloud out of your locker room. I mean, like at the, like you got to get a quarterback, but you can't get one this year. So you just need somebody just to hold it down. Really? No, no. I, I guess, I, I, and I guess this is another question because people have just been screaming. And, and like, thank God, Harden and the Sixers are good because I can't imagine people are still talking about Jalen Hurts still, and and just like whether he's the guy or not the guy, and like, is it okay to just say, yo, we'll wait, we we'll wait till next year? Because I feel that like a lot of the people were saying, yo, man, the NFC's it, we, the time is now. It's like, dude. That's some quarterback will be available next year. I don't know who the hell it is. Well, see, what well, the thing is though, like this year with all this quarterback movement and all the you know all the stuff that you got, all the all the cards you have that you can play with, that's why it's more of a thing. Like if this was if this was next year and you had one draft pick and you know like twelve teams weren't changing quarterbacks, the discussion would be a little bit different. But you would got, you have done the Russell? Would you would you have done a comparable Russell Wilson trade? I would not have. Okay. I would not have. I, I, I don't think because, and I don't know whether the Broncos are, but I feel that like a lot of these teams that may trade for quarterbacks are, are, are quote unquote a quarterback away. Like the Rams were a quarterback, like a quarterback away. I think the Broncos are pretty stacked. I don't, they don't have the Rams talent. Right. Like I don't like, and the Eagles are sure not a quarterback away. No, that was, that was the thing. It's like, the, like the Broncos got a guy they're good, but I mean, like talent for talent. I mean, they, how much? They're not even the best team in their division, right? Like talent for like body for body. How much are they better? Like again, if you put Russell Wilson on the Eagles, I think they're as good as as Russell Wilson and the Broncos. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. are they that much better? <laughs> are they that much better than San Diego or or uh, sorry the Chargers? Uh, probably not. I mean, Mike Williams is back, wait, so probably so, not. Wait, so trading seventeen players and. Like, I don't have to pay a guy $40 million. Doesn't even get you an undoubtedly second-place team. They had two decent wins last year. I mean, like, they really didn't beat anybody. They were 7-10. and 10. I mean, they had two decent wins. They had that Cowboys win and I forget the other one. They're like, they only beat two teams that were, you know, worth anything last year. Russell Wilson probably moves the meter up maybe, like, you know, three wins or so. 
but you're still not as good as probably the Chargers and you're definitely not as good as the Chiefs. So what are we talking about? Like, Are you even as good <laughs> as the Bengals? Yeah, no, probably not. So, yeah, it's – I mean, I get why they did it, but, again, like it's – But, the, no, because at some stacked. point you you can only be in super uh, quarterback purgatory for too long. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, Elway is, like, kicking himself right now that he's not the GM because, like, I don't know. Like, he had – no, and, like, when you when – you, when you live with the Paxton Lynches for 10 years, you get desperate. And that's yeah. what I think the Broncos were. Yeah, they got desperate. Uh, we got to get out of here. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. We'll be back with, next, with you next week. Same bat time, same bat ch- channel. Until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Let's face it, there's nothing worse than being hangry. You got held up, forgot to pack lunch, didn't get groceries. Next thing you know, there's a raging hunger in the pit of your stomach that needs fueled fast. That hangry feeling is one of a kind. When you're in the mood for food, you need to find something easy and delicious. That's when you look for the nearest sheets. Give your hangry a one-two punch with two-for-five-dollar snack wraps. We're talking crispy, crunchy, full-flavor hunger killers. No matter what you're in the mood for, we got you covered. With options like a grilled or crispy chicken bacon burger and booming onion and cheddar. And at Sheets, we make it exactly how you want it. Feeling like adding bacon, extra sauce, pickles, lettuce, fries, maybe even an app platter on the side. We do things made to order here, which means you tell us what sounds good and we'll make it happen. Double fist your way to full. And get $1 off two snack wraps when you order through the Sheets app with promo code That's a Wrap. And try curbside pickup to get you fed fast. Offer valid November 3rd through January 4th. It excludes extras and add-ons.